Welcome to Zichu Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Ram Goldar, and today we're going to focus Daf Ein Off, the eighth parak Ha'aral. So the three Dafs we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in Daf Ein Amid Off that Rabbi Kiva learned that the words Ish Ish in the pasuk that teaches that a matzora or a zav shall not eat truma are coming to include an aral in the prohibition. And on Amid base we learned that Rabbi Yosi but Rabbi Chinina taught that the pasuk called Zar is coming to teach that an onin is permitted to eat truma. The Gemara in this stuff asks, why not say the opposite, that Ish Ish prohibits the Onin from eating Truma, and Kolzar permits an Aral to eat it? And the answer is that it's logical that an Aral should be included in the prohibition, because it has the following five stringencies. Mechus Maisa, the Aral is lacking an act to make him fit. Maisa Begufa, an act must be performed on his body. Va'anush Karas, not being circumcised, is punishable by Karas. Yeshno Lifnei Adibor, the mitzvah of Mila existed before the giving of the Torah. Umila Zechor Ba'avad of Malkavis, and the non-circumcision of one's male children and slaves prevents one from bringing the Pesach. When the Gemara counters that Aninas also has Chumras, such as it applies at all times, applies to men and women, when a person does not have the capacity to remedy himself, it answers that an Aral has more Chumras. Rabbi brings an alternative explanation. Pointing to Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Bana'ah, Aral Makabo Hazah, an Aral may be Makabo Hazah. Rashi explains that if an uncircumcised Jew was a tummy mace and received sprinkling from the Mechatas, when he has his bris, he may eat kachim immediately without requiring another hazah. We do not say hazah or regulus loshma hazah, that the hazah of an aral is not considered hazah. For so we find with our forefathers during the times of Yeshua that they received hazah when they were uncircumcised. First day in the Pasuk, and the people ascended from the Yardin on the 10th of the first month. Now we know they didn't have circumcision on the 10th because of their exhaustion from the journey. They must have had it on the 11th. So when did they have hazah? It must have been before when they were Aurelian, when they're uncircumcised. When Marzuta suggests that perhaps they offered the Pesach in a state of Tuma, the Gemara answers that a Brisa taught explicitly, They circumcised themselves and immersed in a mikveh and performed the Pesach in a state of Tahara. And point number three, Rabbi Bar Yitzchak said in the name of Rab, The mitzvah of uncovering the circumcision was not given to Avram Avinu. Whereas Mila is done by cutting off the foreskin that typically removes the thick upper skin but leaves the thin membrane attached, Priya refers to exposing the member by removing the thin membrane, encasing it. This is done by splitting the membrane with one's nails and pulling it back until the corona is exposed. For we stating in the Pasuk, At that time Hashem said to Yehoshua, Make sharp knives for yourselves and circumcise B'nai Yisrael again a second time. The Gemara clarifies that the word shuv, again, refers to doing priya to those who were already circumcised. So once again, the three points are number one, as taught in Dav Ein Amad Av, the Rikiva learned that the words ish ish in the Pasuk that teaches that a Matsura or a Zav shall not eat truma are coming to include an Aral in the prohibition. And on Amad Beis, we learned that Rabbi Yosi Rechenina taught that the Pasuk of Vakol Zar is coming to teach that an Onin is permitted to eat truma. The Gemara on this stuff asks, why not say the opposite, that ish ish prohibits the Onin from eating truma and Kolzar permits an Aral to eat it. And the answer is that it's logical that an Aral should be included in the prohibition because it has the following five stringencies. Mechus Maisa, the Aral is lacking an act to make him fit. Maisa Begufa, an act must be performed on his body. Va'anush Karas, not being circumcised, is punishable by Karas. Yeshno Lifnei Adibor, the mitzvah of Mila existed before the giving of the Torah. Umila Zechor Ba'avad of Malkavis, and the non-circumcision 
of one's male children and slaves prevents one from bringing the Pesach. When the Gemara counters that Aninas also has Chumras, such as it applies at all times, applies to men and women, when a person does not have the capacity to remedy himself, it answers that an Arl has more Chumras. Rabbi brings an alternative explanation. Pointing to Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Bana'ah, Arl Makabo Hazah, an Arl may be Makabo Hazah. Rashi explains that if an uncircumcised Jew was a tummy mace and received sprinkling from the mechatas, when he has his bris, he may eat kachim immediately without requiring another hazah. We do not say hazah or regulus loshma hazah, that the hazah of an aral is not considered hazah. For so we find with our forefathers during the times of Yeshua that they received Hazal when they were uncircumcised. First day in the Pasuk, and the people ascended from the Yardin on the 10th of the first month. Now we know they didn't have circumcision on the 10th because of their exhaustion from the journey. They must have had it on the 11th. So when did they have Hazal? It must have been before when they were Aurelian, when they're uncircumcised. When Marzutra suggests that perhaps they offered the Pesach in a state of Tuma, the Gemara answers that a Brisa taught explicitly, They circumcised themselves and immersed in a mikveh and performed the Pesach in a state of Tahara. And point number three, Rabbi Bar Yitzchak said in the name of Rab, The mitzvah of uncovering the circumcision was not given to Avram Avinu. Whereas Mila is done by cutting off the foreskin that typically removes the thick upper skin but leaves the thin membrane attached, Priya refers to exposing the member by removing the thin membrane, encasing it. This is done by splitting the membrane with one's nails and pulling it back until the corona is exposed. For we stating the Pasuk, At that time Hashem said to Yehoshua, Make sharp knives for yourselves and circumcise B'nai Yisrael again a second time. The Gemara clarifies that the word shuv, again, refers to doing priya to those who were already circumcised. Alright, so now we go to our Simradaf Ein Alf, and this sim was suggested to us by Sammy Rubin from London. He suggested Ein Alf is a donkey going E-aw. A donkey going E-aw. So here goes. The unhappy Aral riding on an unhappy donkey, who was upset that he was prohibited from Truma because of five Chumras, was told to cheer up and get a huzzah from being a Tamei Mace, and then called a moil at 1-800-AND-ARL to schedule both a Mila and a Priya. Once again, it's motion. The unhappy Aral riding on an unhappy donkey, donkey, that must be warned off, ein alaf, E-R. The unhappy Aral riding on an unhappy donkey, who was upset that he was prohibited from Truma because of five Chumras, which reminds us, the Gemara explains that it's more logical that an Aral is included in the prohibition of not eating Truma, whereas an Onin is permitted to eat it because an Aral has five Chumras. It's Mochus or Maisa, the Aral is lacking an act to make it effect. It's Maisa Begufo, an act must be formed on his body, the Anish Chorus, not being circumcised, is punishable by Chorus, Yeshua from Dibor, the mitzvah of Mila existed before the giving of the Torah, and Mila Zachar Vavad of and the non-circumcision of one's male children and slaves prevents one from bringing the Pesach. So the unhappy Arl riding on an unhappy donkey, who was upset that he was prohibited from Truma because of five Chumras, was told to cheer up and get a Hazah from being a Tamei Mace, which reminds us Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Banah, Aral Makabah Hazah, and Aral may be Makabah Hazah. Rashi explains that if an uncircumcised Jew was a Tamei Mace and received sprinkling from the Mechatas, when he has his bris, he may catch him immediately without requiring another Hazah. We don't say Hazah Arewas Loshma Hazah, that the Hazah of an Aral is not considered Hazah. For so we find with our forefathers during the times of Yeshua that they received Hazah when they were uncircumcised. 
So the unhappy Aro riding on an unhappy donkey, who was upset that he was prohibited from Truma because of five Chumras, was told to cheer up and get a huzzah from being a Tame Mace, and then call the Mile at 1-800-AND-ARO to schedule both a Mila and a Priya. Which reminds us, Rabbi Bar Yitzchak said in the name of Rav, The mitzvah of Priya of uncovering the circumcision was not given to Avram Avinu, for it was stated in the Pasuk, At that time, Hashem said to Yeshua, Make sharp knives for yourself and circumcise B'nai Yisrael again a second time. The Gemara clarifies that the word Shuv again refers to doing Priya to those who are already circumcised. So once again, the unhappy Aral riding on an unhappy donkey, who was upset that he was prohibited from Truma because of five Chumras, was told to cheer up and get a huzzah from being a Tame Mace, and then call the Moyle at 1-800-AND-ARAL to schedule both a Mila and a Priya. Alright, now it's time for a four bought back Chazara. Dav Samach Zayin. So the simmer Dav Samach Zayin is a sizzling barbecue. So here goes. The slaves at the updates on Barzal Barbecue Barbecue, that must be more Dav Samach Zayin, a sizzling barbecue. The slaves at the Avdeit Sombarzo barbecue who were upset they couldn't serve Truma because their widowed master was pregnant, which reminds us two reasons are given as to why Rabbi Yossi holds that a Basti Sro or Baslevi that's married to a Kohen and he dies and leaves her pregnant that her Sombarzo slaves may not eat Truma on account of the fetus to share in the slaves. Rabbi said Rabbi Yossi's reason because he holds Uber Bemezara Zaru, a fetus in the womb of a Zara is a Zar and does not entitle the slaves to eat. Rabbi Yossi said that Rabbi Yossi holds Yaud Machil She'en Yaud Machil. A born cone entitles others to eat truma, while an unborn cone cannot entitle others to eat truma. The nafkamina between the two explanations is a fetus in the womb of a kohanas. So the slaves of the Avdeit Sombarzo barbecue, who were upset they couldn't serve truma because their widowed master was pregnant, even though their late master's extended family of kohanim were all around, which reminds us, where Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, that these are the words of Yossi, but the Chamim disagree and say, Yeshul Banim Ochel Banim, if the deceased cone has other children aside, from the fetus, the slaves may eat from on account of the children. If he has no other children, the slaves may eat on account of the Kohen's brothers. And if he has no brothers, they eat truma on account of the other relatives in the Kohen's family. Rush explains that they hold a fetus does not have a right in the deceased father's estate as an heir and therefore does not disqualify the Tzombarzal slaves from eating truma. So the slaves at the Avdei Tzombarzal barbecue who were upset they couldn't serve truma because their widowed master was pregnant even though their late master's extended family of Kohanim were all around, overheard the basins of Petropas discuss giving them to the current sons and leaving over the grill for the fetus to inherit. Which reminds us where Bishim Baichai says, Zacharim Yochu, if there are any male offspring among the surviving children, the slaves may eat truma, even though Rabbi Shimbaichai holds like Yosi that an Uber acquires inherited property. Well, the more asks how Rabbi Shimbari Chai could discount the presence of the Uber, it answers that Rabbi Shimon holds in Choshish and Wumi'uta. We do not concern ourselves with the minority. Alternatively, it could be that Rabbi Shimbari Chai does hold that we do concern ourselves with the minority, but the slaves may still eat truma. Davdinulate the concept where we can remedy the situation and have Basin appoint an apotropos, a guardian who can choose other assets for the fetus to inherit, leaving the Abdid Sombarzal to be inherited by the living brothers. Dav Samaches. So the similar Dav Samaches is Chach, and we often use a sukkah. So here goes. The nine-year and one-day-old boy who was sent to the sukkah, sukkah, schach, that must be more daf samaches. 
The nine-year-and-one-day-old boy who was sent to the sukkah for disqualifying his Yavama from eating truma, which reminds us, two pshatim are given as to why a ben teshashami yom echad is posal, not machil, regarding truma. Abai said this is referring to when a boy who's a Kohen had relations with his Yavama, the Medaraisa Kanula, who was acquired by him on a Daraisa level. One might have thought that since his Bia is halachically valid, he should entitle her to eat truma, just as an adult Yavama entitles his Yavama to eat truma. Therefore, the mission is coming to teach that he does not, because Asubias Menteshe Shalom Yom Echad Kamaimer Magadol. The Rabban reduced the status of relations of such a boy to the Mimer by an adult, which does not entitle the Yavama to eat truma. Rabbi challenges Abai and says instead that the case is referring to a boy of blemish lineage, such as a mamzer or a nasan, who disqualifies a woman from eating truma. So the nine-year-and-one-day-old boy who was sent to the sukkah for disqualifying his yavama from eating truma found a mamzer and nasan inside wearing the pasuk of Baskon, Kisi Elishzar, which reminds the Gemara as for the source, for the luck that having relations with a person of blemish lineage disqualifies a woman from Truma and Kuhuna. Reviewed a said in the name of Rav, the Pasuk states, Ubaskon, Kisi Elishzar, and if a Baskon should be to a Zar, she may not eat Truma. This teaches that since she has relations with someone not fit for her, she's disqualified from eating Truma. So the nine-year-and-one-day-old boy who was sent to the sukkah for disqualifying his Yavama from eating Truma found a mamzer and nasin inside wearing the pasuk of Baskon Kisi Elishzar, who told him that based on a Kabbalah Homer from a Garusha, they also disqualified women from marrying in to the Kahuna, which reminds us that the source that a Leviya or Yisraelis that have relations with the Paso are also prohibited to the Kahuna is a Kabbalah Homer from a Grusha. Magrusha Shumateras Batruma Asura Kahuna if a Grusha, who is permitted to eat Truma if she's a Baskoan, is nonetheless forbidden to marry into the Kahuna. Zosha Asura Batruma in Odinsha Basura Kahuna. Then this woman, the Levi or Israelis, who is prohibited from eating truma, is it not logical that she should not be permitted to marry into the kahuna? Daf Samachtes. So the similar Daf Samachtes is soot, and we often use a chimney sweep. So here goes. The second generation Mitzvah Ger chimney sweep. Chimney sweep? That must mean we're on Daf Samachtes. Soot. The second generation Mitzvah Ger chimney sweep, who disqualified a woman from eating truma, which reminds us of the Bryson Daf Samachtes Amonav Bradam Alchoches, where the Tanakhama stated that relations with the Mitzvah Edomi Amoni Gerim or Akusinas and Chalel or moms who disqualify a woman from Truma, and the Kahuna was Rubiosi said, Koshazaro Pasel, Posel, anyone whose offspring is disqualified, disqualifies the woman he had relations with, but Kosha Ainzaro Pasel, Enoposel, and anyone whose offspring is not disqualified, does not disqualify the woman. Rabbi Yochanan says that the point of dispute between them is a Mitzri Shani Ve'adomi Shani, the case of second generation Mitzri or Adomi Gerim that had relations with a woman, and they both derived their positions from a Kongado to an Almana. So the second generation Mitzri Ger chimney sweep, who disqualified a woman from eating truma, fell down the chimney of a Bas Kohen who was eating truma because she was not suspected of being pregnant from having illicit relations, which reminds us the next Mishnah states, Yisrael Shabal Bas Kohen Tochabot Truma. If a Yisrael had illicit relations with a Bas Kohen, which Rashi clarifies is either through violation or seduction, not L'Shem Kedushin, she may still eat truma. If she becomes pregnant by him, she may not eat truma because a fetus of a non-Kohen disqualifies its mother from eating truma. The Gemara asks, Lechu Shema Ibra, let us be concerned that she might be pregnant and prohibit her immediately from eating truma. And answers that the rabbis were not concerned in the case of his nurse. Rashi explains that when it comes to his nurse, a woman is careful to invert herself to prevent pregnancy, but a woman who is not aware she had relations with the wrong man will not do so. Therefore, she would have to wait three months. So, the second generation Mitzri Ger chimney sweep, who disqualified a woman from eating truma, fell down the chimney of a Baskona who was eating truma because she was not suspected of being pregnant from having illicit relations, and was found by the mumzer Vadai child of an Arus and Arusa who confessed to having relations in the Arusa's home.
which reminds us, it was stated about Arusa Soba Beis Chamin. If one had relations with his Arusa while she is living in his father-in-law's house and she gives birth to a child, Rav said, Havlad Mamsu, the child is a Mamsur Vadai. Rashi explains that even though they both confessed to having relations, we suspect that since she is promiscuous, she had relations with others, and the child is likely from one of those relationships. Shmuel said, Havlad Shtuki, the child is a Shtuki, a Suffolk mother, since we do not know if it's the child of the Arus or of someone else. Dafain, so the Simmer Dafain is a one-eyed Martian. So here goes. The Arl Cone who is captured by one-eyed Martians. One-eyed Martians? That must be one Daf Ayan. The Arl Cone who was captured by one-eyed Martians while his wife and servants were busy eating truma, which reminds us the opening mission of the 8th Parag states, the Arl called Tamemo Yochma Truma and Arl, and Arl and Kohanim or Tamem may not eat truma, but their wives and their servants may eat truma. Rebbe said that we know that an Arl Cone does not eat truma from the Gezer Shabbat of Toshav Asachir that is said by the Pesach and by truma. Just as Toshav Asachir said with regard to the Pesach is something which an Arl is prohibited, so to the Toshav Asachir said with regard to truma is something which an Arl is prohibited to. Rikiva says the Gezer Shava is not needed for the Pusik states Ish Ish, a man, a man from the offspring of Aaron, who is a Matsora or a Zav, shall not eat from the holies, referring to Truma. The repetition of Ish is Larabos Aral to include an Aral in the prohibition not to eat Truma. So the Aral Kohen, who was captured by one-eyed Martians while his wife and servants were busy eating Truma, explained to his captors how the Gezer Shava of Toshav Asachir is Mufna, which reminds us the Gemara said that the Toshav Asachir from the Pasuk of Pesach is Mufna. It's superfluous. For if the Torah literally meant that a Toshav Asachir are putter from a Karp Pesach, how could that be? A Toshav, which is an Evid Nirza, and a Sachir, which is an Evid Ivri, are full-fledged Jews. Just because they became servants does not putter them from the Pesach. Therefore, the Pasuk is Mufna to be used for the Gezer Shavat. And since there are two extra words in the Pasuk, Toshav Vesachir, it's a Gezer Shavat Mufna Mishneid Stadim, a Gezer Shavat that's free on two sides, which according to all opinions, cannot be refuted. So, the Alcon who was captured by one-eyed Martians, while his wife and servants were busy eating Truma, explained to his captors how the Gezer Shavat of Toshav Vesachir is Mufna, and that they should let the frightened Onan free, because the Pasuk only prohibits Azar from eating truma. Which reminds us, Gamora suggests that since the Gezer Shava is Mufna from both sides, we could learn that just as with regard to a Pesach and the Onin is prohibited to partake in it, so too an Onin should be prohibited from truma. Rabbi Yossi Barchinina said the Pesach states for Kol Zar, but any Zar may not eat of it, referring to truma. This Pesach is superfluous and teaches Zaros Amartilo Chavugo Aninas, being a Zar prohibits one from eating truma, but not Aninas. The Gamora challenges this Russia unsuccessfully. Alright, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zichu wishing a great day and great learning.